BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. More than 200 fire department jurisdictions trust the Knox entry system to provide secure access to buildings, elevators, and control rooms when seconds matter. Now, businesses, schools, airports, several industrial applications are also using Knox entry to manage controlled access and authorize service activity for critical assets. Now, Knox entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. Just go to Knox.com for more information. That's K-N-O-X.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free, our number is 800-941-SHAWN if you want to be a uh, part of the program. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. Uh, believe it or not, they didn't even wait the extra, what is it, eight hours uh, for the release or the lifting of Title 42. Uh, we now have a report, Fox News, just breaking that the Border Patrol chief has now authorized the release of all the illegal immigrants that have been pouring into this country uh, without court dates as Title 42. It hasn't even ended yet. Why, why, why bother waiting? Joe's not going to enforce the law. He's not going to uphold his oath to the Constitution and the rule of law in this country. Anyway, the head of the Border Patrol sent out a memo authorizing the release of all these illegal immigrants, and you saw the video, I mean, hundreds of thousands of them, into the U.S. without any court dates if agents face overcrowding as the Biden administration now scrambles to, to deal with this, this surge. Uh, we're going to have a full report on all of that. Uh, James Comer, who gave his very important presser yesterday as it relates to the Biden family syndicate and then the money's coming from where, from whom and why and and why is it that the government is not acting? You know, for example, we now know that 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 Hunter Biden, nobody registered under the, the Farrell laws that they went after Paul Manafort on. Uh, we don't know. We believe on the issue of taxes that there are pending felony tax charges for Hunter Biden. What about the rest of the family? As many as 10 family members now getting monies from these foreign business dealings that went on. Uh, they only detailed some of China and some of Romania yesterday, but 
you know, there are dozens of uh, at least a, a dozen other countries, including Russia, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, and, and so many more. Uh, we'll ask Congressman Comer about all of this, you know, the, but we've got to get the questions answered here. You know, did Hunter, uh, did the Bidens pay taxes on this money? Did they register as required by law under, under the federal laws? Uh, I tend to think probably not. What we know about Hunter, the answer is no, according to James Comer. Uh, how much money did they do in business with all of these foreign entities? How much of it was profit for the Biden family? Uh, in other words, did they do X number of dollars in business? Remember, we talked to Eric Eggers and, and Peter Schweitzer the other day, that $1.5 billion private equity deal with the Bank of China. Okay, well, Hunter got a stake in that. How much is that stake worth? Or did he transfer that stake to the guy that bailed him out on his tax bill of $2.8 million? Obviously not connected to the tax charges that we believe are pending and a, an indictment that is pending. Uh, we already know the whole Burisma issue. I mean, that, that, that's been a slam dunk from day one. Nobody in the media mob. And how convenient yesterday that they indict George Santos, a relatively unknown a uh, freshman congressman, and that the media ignored Comer, and they made Santos their lead story of the day. I mean, you can't make this up. You know, how does Joe Biden say you're not getting a billion dollars? He's in head. He's the head of policy for Ukraine at the time. Goes to Ukraine, says, "I'm leaving in six hours. Either you fire a prosecutor, or you're not getting a billion dollars." And now we know the prosecutor was investigating the oil giant Burisma. Uh, where Hunter was being paid a massive amounts of money and admitted on GMA that he had no experience with Ukraine or energy or oil or gas or coal. Well, then what were you doing for this money? You know, what did you do? To, what did they do? What did this family do to earn this money? What did the grandkids of Joe Biden, what did these children do to earn this money? Why did they have all of these LLCs that they set up that seemingly don't do any other business except, you know, you place money that's being paid to the Biden family in one account, then you move it to another account, then to another account, then into one of the Biden family members' accounts. Okay, well, that doesn't seem like a legitimate business. That would be, to me, the very definition of a shell company. What did the Biden family do to earn all this money? You know, what did the, what did the countries that were paying this money expect in exchange for this, this monumental amount of money? Uh, why did they go to such great pains to hide the money if it was all legitimate? You know, what did Joe Biden himself know and when did he know it? Because we know Joe lied repeatedly during the campaign when he said he never once talked to Hunter Biden or anybody in the Biden family about their foreign business dealings. We know that is false. We have 14 specific meetings that we know that he participated in with Hunter and Hunter's foreign business partners. You can see from Hunter's laptop that they chronicle the meetings. You can hear in Hunter's laptop that Joe himself benefited financially. So that gets to the question of what did Joe know? When did he know it? And did Joe personally benefit financially? According to Hunter, in his own words, he had to give half of his income to Pops. And he had to pay for Pops' home repairs. And he was the, quote, big guy, as, as has been testified to. Joe also lied when he said his family received no money from China. Well, I think that was debunked by James Comer also. Anyway, uh, Comer's going to join us at the top of the next hour. We'll get to the bottom of all of this and hopefully get a lot of these uh, questions answered. Um, I, I just got to laugh. 
you know, it, it, it is an unmitigated meltdown. There's nothing but chaos all over fake news, CNN, uh, and, and, and frankly, the rest of the media, too, over Donald Trump's appearance at a town hall last night. Uh, with uh, And by the way, it did not rate particularly well. Uh, the ratings came. I mean, for, for CNN, these are great ratings. Because usually they get like a 0.5 or five or 600,000 people in the 9 o'clock hour, for example, against me. And the pre- I guess Anderson does a little bit better, maybe six or 700,000 uh, viewers. I mean, that's, that's, that's all their viewers. That's their total number of viewers. Uh, but anyway, the, uh, they got 3.1. Now, I still hold the record for a Trump town hall. We got 5.1 million viewers to... Of Trump Town Hall that I did. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. The media just had a meltdown. First, let's go to some of the highlights. Uh, Trump being Trump. Played, but what did they expect, by the way? You know, and then everyone's complaining. Well, why is he talking about the past, talking about the past? That's all they kept asking him about. January 6th. Let's talk about that yet ad nauseum again. Uh, let's talk about, you know, anything but the current, you know, the state of the country now under Joe Biden and what what the president that or former president would do if he got back in office. Why would we ever dare ask those important questions? One thing I would say is elections are about the future. It's not about going backwards again and again and again. How many more times do people want to litigate January 6th? Because when they litigate it, they're wrong because we have, you know, Four people on tape that say, including Chris Miller, which came up in the debate last night on this program, saying that, in fact, Donald Trump authorized the National Guard troops. Four people of the five in the room. The fifth person was General Milley, and that was in the Inspector General report, all corroborating that. Then we had the former police chief that came on this program, wrote a book about it. What was his name? Captain Sun, I believe. And he told us the same thing. He was requesting uh, the troops uh, be called up, National Guard troops be called up. Uh, the security issues are in the hands of the Speaker of the House. That would be Nancy Pelosi. They never subpoenaed her emails uh, during the January 6th hearings. They never subpoenaed the Capitol Police Chief's emails or, or phone logs or text messages. Uh, Muriel Bowser in writing wrote that she would not accept Guard troops if they were called up. Um, all of this, you know, goes un- unlitigated, but they want to go down this road again and again. Anyway, here's some of Trump's highlights from this. With everything going on in the world today, the war, the inflation, the geopolitical tensions, $33 trillion in national debt, it's no wonder people are looking to diversify their savings with gold and silver. But who does Sean Hannity choose for his gold and silver? None other than the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. Gold Co. is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with over 5,000 five-star reviews, and they've helped thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice. And right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver for Sean Hannity listeners. But it's first come, first served, and only while supplies last. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. You may qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver, so don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com. That's HannityGold.com. HannityGold.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You know, I've been talking for months now about the Knox entry system and how it helps law enforcement gain access uh, that they need to schools during, you know, hostile events or emergencies. In fact, more than 200 municipalities currently trust Knox entry system to provide a secure and efficient means to get access where and when they need it. Now, businesses and airports and specific industrial applications, they have now joined schools and law enforcement and fire departments and are using the Knox entry system to manage first responder access and or authorized service activity. Why? To better protect and monitor their critical assets. When seconds matter, Knox entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. If your company has important assets that you want to protect, well, contact Knox today for more information on their innovative Knox entry system. Go to their website. It's Knox, K-N-O-X.com. That's Knox.com for more information. Ronald Reagan took this country from the depths of inflation in the 1970s to economic prosperity in just a few years' time. He knows a thing or two about saving a country in distress. And now you can get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. All qualified callers who call the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco, this week will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Call 855-815-GOLD and get yours free while supplies last. Ronald Reagan cut taxes, cut government spending, and gave us peace through strength. Now you can celebrate this great president with a limited-run half-ounce silver coin from the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco. They're a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. Call them today at 855-815-GOLD and get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Call 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You know, I've been talking for months now about the Knox entry system and how it helps law enforcement gain access uh, that they need to schools during, you know, hostile events or emergencies. In fact, more than 200 municipalities currently trust Knox entry system to provide a secure and efficient means to get access where and when they need it. Now, businesses and airports and specific industrial applications, they have now joined schools and law enforcement and fire departments and are using the Knox entry system to manage first responder access and or authorized service activity. Why? To better protect and monitor their critical assets. When seconds matter, Knox entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. If your company has important assets that you want to protect, well, contact Knox today for more information on their innovative Knox entry system. Go to their website. It's Knox, K-N-O-X.com. That's Knox.com for more information. They're living in Central Park in New York City. The city is being swamped. Los Angeles is being swamped. 
Iowa is being swamped. Our whole country is being destroyed. Millions of people are coming into our country. And you know what the number is going to be, in my opinion, by the end of the year? Not the four million that you hear in the three million. Until, I think it's going to be 15 million people. And in these people, they have no idea where they come from. If elected president again, what is the first thing you would do to help bring down the cost to make things more affordable? Drill, baby, drill. You once said that using the that using the debt ceiling as a negotiating wedge uh, just could not happen. You you said that when sure. you were in the That's Oval when Office. I was president. So, so why is it different now that you're out of office? Because now I'm not president. <laughs> Now, you got to stop there for a second, because the blunt honesty of that statement is because it happens all the time. If if the Democrats are in power, they have one position, for example, on voting on judges or the debt ceiling. Uh, and then if they're out of power, then they have a very different position. It's common. He's just the only person that'll admit what is just true, um, which is very interesting to me. Um, look, uh, I don't know Caitlin Collins. I don't I understand that. that she she was doing this audience, this show for an audience of one group of people, and that is the blue check media mob cult uh, that would be scrutinizing her every move. So she viewed it as her role to, quote, be a journalist and fact check Donald Trump and fight with Donald Trump. Um, when you're in to me, the good town hall is if you're going to moderate it. You can have some questions in the beginning. I've asked Trump all these questions about January 6th. I have asked him every single solitary question about all the investigations that he's had to go through. I've asked all of them. But if I'm going to do a town hall with him, I'm going to let the people ask questions and let him answer and then let the people decide. That would have been a much better show, probably would have had more viewership uh, had they, they, they done it that way. Now, CNN internally... Oh my, they're in a, I'm told by sources, they are in a complete meltdown. There's like a circular firing squad going on in there. And, you know, Oliver Darcy, the, uh, Humpty Dumpty wannabe, uh, and CEO Chris Licht, you know, they're facing fury and criticism within the company and, and they're now having to defend it. And they spent the hours after Trump was off the air trashing Trump. Well, what did Donald Trump expect if you go on fake news CNN? Because every one of those anchors on every one of those shows hates his guts. Anyway, here's him sparring with uh, the moderator over the classified document issue. Your acting defense secretary, Chris Miller, at the time, he says you never gave a formal order to, to deploy the National Guard. But when it Excuse came me, to that day, just the opposite. He Chris Miller wrote a book and he's a fantastic guy and he was ready to go. They turned him down. If you look, the mayor of Washington, D.C., lovely lady. She said, we don't want it. We don't like the look. Nancy Pelosi said, oh, we don't like the look. If they would have had just, I offered them 10,000 soldiers. I said, it could be 10, it could be more, but I offered them specifically 10,000 soldiers. If they would have taken 500 soldiers, you wouldn't have the problem. They turned it down. And if you look at the inspector general report, he says they turned it down. They made a terrible mistake. All right. We actually have Chris Miller on this show saying that Donald Trump did authorize the troops. Listen. I had a meeting with President Trump on the 3rd of January concerning some international threats. And at the very end, he asked if there were any requests for National Guard support. What was the president's response to you 
with regard to the request made by Mayor Bowser? Fill it and do whatever was necessary to protect the uh, demonstrators. Now, he said the same thing to me, along with Mark Meadows said the same thing. President Trump said the same thing. Cash Patel said the same thing. They were all in the room that day. General Milley is quoted in the Inspector General report, the fifth person in the room saying the same thing. I have the four of them. And, you know, so, I mean, are they all four lying? Uh, Well, according to fake news, CNN, they are. Um, But we have it all on tape. I'll play it for you when we get back. Did you authorize calling up the guard? And then it became uh, the chain of command went to Nancy Pelosi and to the mayor of D.C., Muriel Bowser. Did you, as required by law, authorize that? One hundred percent and attested to by many people. And they turned it down. Nancy Pelosi turned it down. Mayor Bowser's written refusal, the communications between the leader of the Capitol Police and their chain of command to the DOD refusing our request to allow National Guards men and women to stage on January 4 and 5 before January 6. Did you both ask for the National Guard to be called up? Uh, Without a doubt, Sean. uh, We've made that very clear, not just once, but on numerous occasions. We wanted to make sure that there was plenty of uh, National Guard on the ready uh, in case there was some kind of violence. I had a meeting with President Trump on the 3rd of January concerning some international That's the one we just played. That's Chris Miller, who they were the CNN anchor was saying uh, didn't ask, uh, didn't did not request that. Well, he told us differently and told other people differently. Anyway, watching the internal combustion that is now the uh, offices of fake news CNN, I mean, they're getting the crap kicked out of them by everybody. And what they're, mo- well, I think part of what they're most mad at is that Trump went in there and he dominated and that crowd loved him. Now, do I prefer that they had not spent as much time on January 6th and on the 2020 election? Yeah. I think elections are about the future. This, you know, I would prefer, and I'll, I have a scheduled town hall with Donald Trump. Uh, I would prefer that we look at the state of the country now. Talk about what he did successfully the first time, what his plans are for the second term, if we were to win, and how we can get this country up and running again. How do you deal with the new axis of evil of, of China, Russia, Iran? How do you deal with our our allies leaving us in droves? How do you deal with this economic disaster of, that Joe Biden has created? How do you deal with wide open borders again? How do you deal with, you know, no uh, domestic energy production? Those are the that that would be the future for me. You know, I'm reading some of the analysis of this over at Mediaite. It's kind of like an industry website, but a lot of people read it. And uh, and they've always been fairly fair to me, sometimes now, but mostly fair. Uh, and they were critical of and saying that that town hall news events should need to stop having live audiences. This was an opinion piece. And I'm like, no, they don't. That adds that adds, you know, getting people's real reaction in real time is, you know what? To me, it's fun. It's why we do our studio audience shows. Uh, I don't do them every night, but I'm doing them at least two nights a week. We're doing one tonight. Uh, on Hannity, 9 Eastern on the Fox News channel. Everybody that comes has a great time. And we don't tell people. I, I tell my audience one thing. There's, I only have one rule for the audience. There's no rules. And we've had people that boo me. I, I care less. I mean, that's part of being in a live audience environment. 
You know, I don't think Bill Maher's show is packed with conservative uh, viewers of Bill Maher. I think the show, you know, they're overwhelmingly liberal and not probably not a lot of liberals unless they want to, you know, go after me that want to come to a Hannity audience show. But however, um, I think it's I think it makes news interesting. I think people's reactions matter. And that's what happened last night. They said the bright lights, the studio audience, the two gladiators facing off. Well, slow down here. There really should have been one gladiator. And that's the person that's running for president. The other gladiator ought to be the moderator. Not and, and look, there are different roles that journalists, a real journalist, would take on. And one would be, in this case, the moderator tried to debate Donald Trump and based on audience reaction, lost and lost badly. Let me play some of the CNN audience and the laughing and the reactions to some of Trump's comments. I guess uh, we're going to just win. We're at a point now. We're getting so close. Let's just win it again and straighten out our country. One other question on this. Uh, One of the big problems was that Nancy Pelosi, crazy Nancy, as I affectionately call her. Why did you why did it take you three hours to tell them to go home? I don't believe it did. Oh, let me pull it out. I have to pull it out. <laughs> so, and this was in the form of Twitter. Now I use Truth, Truth Social. I think it's far superior. Okay. I hope everybody's on. I hope everybody's on Truth. They took it down. I don't know why. I think they took it down because it was so good. They didn't like it being up there. Well, I didn't have a script. I don't need scripts like a certain person that's in well, there right time, now. What time? The video. It, it came out much later after they had already that's attacked right. the Capitol. It was a great video. Why did on. they change the law then, saying that you can't do it? They didn't change the law. They strengthened the law because they were worried about. Oh, they strengthened exploding. it. Meaning you could do it. But what do you say to voters who say it disqualifies you from being president? Well, there aren't too many of them because my poll numbers just came out. They went up. Okay. (laughs) What kind of a woman meets somebody and brings them up and within minutes you're playing hanky-panky in a dressing room, okay? (laughs) I don't know if she was married then or not. John Johnson, I feel sorry for you, John Johnson. Mr. President, can I... No, but think think of it. I know you're recounting what she said, but... They They said he didn't rape her. And I didn't do anything else either. You know what? Because I have no idea who the hell she is. But Mr. President, can I I ask? I have no idea who the hell. She's a whack job. Mr. President, you did not testify. Well, you said that when you were in the Oval Office. So why is it different now that you're out of office? Because now I'm not president. (laughs) Now, here's the thing. Imagine if it's Joe Biden in that seat and I'm the moderator. <laughs> I don't even I, I don't think you could handle five minutes with me, even if we stacked it with all liberal Biden supporters. Uh, I don't think he could handle it. He can't do an interview like that. Now, I guarantee you get five commandments in the first minute. Well, he did two hours with Mark Levin. He did an hour with Tucker plus more. I think Tucker ran three more days of coverage of that. Um, he did an hour with me. And then we got three more days of long segments on top of it. And, you know, sitting straight across from him, I asked him every question you could ever want to ask. And I, I was running out of questions by the time it was over. Um, now, that was the audience's reaction. The media. Now, this is where Donald Trump, I think, is tapped into something that is very true. The reality, however, is far ghastlier, a bleep show 
for the ages and a moment that captured uh, the thorough degradation of both our politics and the media. I mean, and they go on and on from there. Here's some of the media reaction. Uh, And it was a propaganda spewing lies repeatedly over and over and over and over and over again. And an audience, an American audience, lapping it up. This isn't Putin's Russia. This is Trump's slice of America. And what I saw last night, at least, was as chilling as anything I've seen on television since January the 6th. I'm not going to ask you to fact check everything he said that was false, because we only have uh, a couple more hours. Start this off with, I was wrong. She said... They shouldn't show him. And I said they should because I'm a very big defender of the First Amendment. And I believe that everybody should show who they really are and let's vote accordingly. But what I didn't know was that the audience would be filled with his cult. (laughs) I would like to know if CNN was passing out Kool-Aid before the event started. I don't think that she was um, prepared. Um, I don't think he should have been given a platform. I know. I was wondering when he was going to be fact-checked in real time. She did on the very first question. Uh, Well, I think she needed a producer in her ear, and I think we needed a Chiron. This is a lie, this is a lie, this is a lie, this is a lie. He's gonna be the nominee. This is unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. It is a disaster of the highest degree. He declared war on the truth, uh, and I'm not sure that he didn't win. You know, it's amazing, um, the same media that got Russia wrong, same media that's been wrong on every major issue involving Donald Trump, but they don't fact check themselves uh, or tell the truth in real time about themselves. Um, the same media ignoring the Joe Biden, quote, influence peddling uh, charges of James Comer, you know, from yesterday. We're going to have Comer at the top of the hour. Um, media, I'd even reporting that, uh, you know, I guess, uh, Humpty Dumpty's, uh, I guess wannabe, uh, is reporting that CEO Chris Licht and the network is facing fury, a fury of, uh, criticism within the company. I mean, I could see this guy getting fired over this. Um, you know, what did they expect? If you're going to invite Donald Trump, do you want him to be somebody else? Do you expect that he's going to be somebody else than he is? Uh, you know, then you have fake Jake, you know, about the Trump, the town hall declared war on the truth. And I'm not sure that he didn't win. I mean, they're so upset that that people like what he said. Um, anyway, so what are they going to do? Go further left? It's, uh, you know, it's pretty unbelievable to me. Then, um, you know, the media meltdown over this is just so predictable. Uh, it's just so, yeah. Um, anyway, it's just so predictable. Anyway, it's uh, so they got 3.1 million viewers, which for them is a big bump up. They didn't stay as soon as the, the town hall ended. Most of the people seem to go over to my show, uh, which is about, I think, 9.15-ish or somewhere in there. Uh, we're going to have an update today on this immigration. Uh, some breaking news on that. I mentioned it before. The Border Patrol chief now has authorized, even though we're, what, seven hours away, the release of migrants into the U.S. Uh, without any court dates. So that's now happening. You have 15 GOP senators now pressuring, pre- pressuring Mayorkas to finish the border wall. Good luck with that. Mayorkas, who's been telling America that the border's secure. 
Uh, illegal immigrant apprehensions now at the border top $10,000, uh, 10,000 people a day for the second day in a row, which is a record. Um, we already have over 6 million illegal immigrants since Joe became president. The Texas National Guard is seen repelling a wave of illegal immigrants trying to cross the Rio Grande. They're trying to do their job. But the sad part is, is you got Joe Biden admitting that it's going to be chaos now. Well, it's been chaos for a number of years because he's not enforcing the law. The National Border Patrol Union is saying huge groups are overwhelming stations. It's completely out of control. The president of the Border Patrol Council says the Biden administration and liberal media won't stop lying about the border, you know, because they say it's secure. The Biden administration is now to allow for the release of illegal immigrants into the U.S. with no way to track them. No background checks at all whatsoever. Uh, you have a Democratic congressman making a pretty grotesque comment while discussing the border, saying Republicans would gladly bring back slavery. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. And meanwhile, whenever illegal immigrants are sent to New York City or Martha's Vineyard or uh, Chicago, what happens? New York City mayor is trying to send them out of his city to Rockland County, New York. Uh, Rockland County's fighting back. Lori Lightweight was sending them to the outskirts of Chicago out of her city. Uh, the illegal immigrants sent to Martha's Vineyard. They were out of there within 24 hours. You know, it's unbelievable. Uh, by the way, Cassie is in New Hampshire, was at the town hall last night. Cassie, how are you? I'm doing great, Sean. Nice to talk to you. Sounds like y'all had a ball last night. It was awesome. It was it was fantastic. Trump just, he it was awesome. <laughs> You know, that's the other thing, too, is does politics always have to be stale and humorless? And, you know, do we have to listen to a president that can't say the name Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I mean, is that our future? Exactly. I I wanted to get up and ask the moderator if she was going to talk about the issues and start bringing up Trump's past. We're beyond that. We want to get to the future and where our country's turning out. You know, it was funny because she didn't lead on when she came out for the 40 minutes prior to us going live. She said, I worked for Trump for four years at the White House. I worked for CNN, and now I've worked two years for Biden. She never let on that she was going to blindside us like that. And it was funny because when she would go off the stage, as soon as we go for the commercial break, they'd get her out of there. And Donald Trump would come back out first, and every time he did, he'd look over and point and go, she's kind of mean. It was a riot. He was. I, I thought he knocked it out of the park last night. It was awesome. You know, I'm glad you had a good time. You should come to our Hannity shows. They're pretty raucous, too. Free tickets on Hannity.com. Um, but uh, I will. I have the next town hall with President Trump, and it will be very different. This will be forward looking. We're going to look at the present. You know, I've already asked him every question about the past. I've asked him I, the last interview. I spent an hour and a half with the guy. And you know what? He could have gone easily another hour and a half. Something Joe Biden can't do. Talking about substantive issues, we're going to look at the problems of today, what he did to fix them in the past, how he'll approach foreign policy, the economy, issues that map borders, energy, going forward. And it's going to be more substantive. My job is not to go there to try to debate him. I wouldn't even try to debate Joe Biden. Joe Biden would debate himself because he can't remember what he said one second to the next. It's pretty unbelievable. And it, I don't think he's capable of doing anything like that. Uh, anyway, glad you called 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Um, listen, oh, and we have at the top of the hour, James Comer is going to join us. 
Uh, stay with us from that. Uh, Sarah Carter is down at the border, as well as uh, Congressman uh, Jimenez of Florida, who's going to join us. Uh, we'll get the latest now that they're lifted already. Title 42 is supposed to end in eight hours. Forget that. All right, when we come back, Congressman James Comer is an explosive interim report about the Biden family syndicate. Uh, so many different questions regarding this. Uh, what did Joe know? When did Joe know it? How much money did the Biden family get paid? How much were the deals they made? How much profit did they make? Did they pay taxes on on the money they made? Why were children being paid? Why did they have all these LLCs and only use it to transfer money from one LLC to the other? Uh, did they register as the Farrah laws require? Um, how much of this money was profit? Uh, did Joe, was he involved in a quid pro quo with uh, Burisma? How much money did they do in business in China and Kazakhstan and Ukraine and Russia? You know, we'd like to get to the bottom of it. Also of the latest, now the Title 42 is lifted at the border, according to the Border Patrol head. Straight ahead. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink, under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo. Right now, GoldCo is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how to get started today. That's HannityGold.com. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation's mission is to do good and make sure we never forget. That means never forgetting 9-11, never forgetting the soldiers, the first responders that all risked their lives and bodies for our country and our communities, and never forgetting those who were sickened because of their service. Now, the foundation is committed to helping those heroes, their families, and that means heroes like retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Michael Cardoz. Now, Lieutenant Colonel Michael Cardoz served his country for 20 years he received numerous commendations, including a Bronze Star, and during his time overseas, he was exposed to toxic burn pits. Now, 18 hours after being diagnosed with service-related cancer, sadly, he passed away. Tunnel to Towers then paid off the mortgage on the family home, enabling his widow and his six children to stay in that home, and that removed a huge financial burden. Donate 11 bucks a month. Just go to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T dot org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T dot org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. 